Ladies and gentlemen, for weeks, I have told you that he'll be returning to us on the real Mark Bagwell, a wrestling docuseries. As a wrestling theme song once said, he is back and he's better than ever. We're talking about the one and the only Mr. Mark Bagwell. Mark, welcome back. What's up, up, man? It's fantastic to see you. It's good to be seen. You know what? With inflation, the way it's going, you don't look like a million dollars. You look like a billion dollars. You know what? If I could just sell myself, we'd all be rich. It's amazing, you know, what's going on today in the world. And I'm going to, first of all, I got to do a shout out if that's all right with you. Okay. It's a family theme today a little bit. Now, I've been, obviously, I've been holding down the fort with cousin Jerry Hood. Got in touch oh, with your, one of your brothers, your niece. But I got to give you a special thank you because today's a very special day, Mark. It's yes. my mama's 86th birthday. You are kidding me. Now, folks, just so you know, the friendship I have with Mark Bagwell off camera, you know, Mark knew I was going through some tough times. Uh, Mom wasn't looking very good there. She was in the hospital. Probably, you know, it was wasn't looking great, Mark, to be honest. You walked me through that. You saw me through it as a friend. You kept checking in, seeing how she was doing. She's doing awesome, living independently, and it's 86 today. 86, bro. Think about that. That's, I mean, that is, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that is a life full, bro. That's congratulations to her. Uh, what is her name again? I can't remember her name. Sarah. Sarah. I love it, man. Thank congrats. You. Birthday to Sarah, man. That's unbelievable. You should have told me. I'd have sent a, I'd have sent a little video to her. It's it's all groovy. She yeah. she does not have internet. She does not have a computer. She doesn't have a cell phone. She says the Google is right up here. Hey, congratulations to her. God, I love her. Oh, it's incredible. So thank you again for bottom eye my heart because I know you went through trials and tribulations with your mom and family and you saw me through that. So you've been a great brother and friend. And that's one of the things I want to start off today so people understand. Talk about the real Mark Bagwell. That's Mark Bagwell, always putting people before himself. And today, Mark, it's about you because you are back. You're looking amazing. Fans have been clamoring for you. The response on social media has been overwhelmingly positive. Everybody's saying how great you look. They've been seeing you through your various clips, which we're going to talk about. So let's rewind a little bit. And since we've last spoken, since the summer, how have things been going with you? Obviously, you know, life has been uh, turning up for you. And if you can let the fans know how life has been for you since the summer. Man, it's, it's been a, it's been really wide open, but all really positive. But it is something I love, love to share with everybody. So everybody's kind of caught up. I haven't had a chance to really do that. I did it with, um, you know, with, um, with Chris and, um, you know, Von Vliet. And, uh, but this, this is really going to be the first time I think that I've really, you know, really had a chance to really explain the, you know, the, the black bear, you know, where I went and why and all that. So what happened was, um, as you know, I, I obviously had the car wreck, which was back in August of 2022, um, which is, you know, um, which is, you know, um, Two years ago. I mean, uh, excuse me, 20, 2020. August 2020, 2020. Right, right. Yeah. So August, so August of this year was two years. So you got September, October, November. So we're talking two years and three months of my life on a walker 
to two crutches to one crutch to plateau. And when plateau happened, I, I was doing pretty good on juggling everything and um, but real close to not juggling at all and drink juggling at all, meaning, you know, drinking and pills and, and you know, Xanax to sleep, Xanax to, you know, to, to chill out. I thought I needed these drugs. I, that's what I like. Dallas always says it's the story you tell yourself. And I told myself I need a Xanax to calm down. I need a Xanax to sleep. I need this. I need that. I'm, you know, all this stuff you tell yourself, your mind is very powerful. So you tell yourself that over and over and over, you start believing that. So of course I was, you could not have told me any different that I had to have a Xanax sleep. So with that said, you know, I, you know, was juggling all that with the pills and drinking and trying to do good and had bad days, good days. And it got, to where I wasn't juggling to where the bad days came more often, like every drug person will tell you happens. And <clears throat> the final step for me was my knee, my knee just hit on a complete roadblock and I plateaued. Um, and when I plateaued, man, I started drinking and um, uh, heavily for the first time, I actually was drinking like an alcoholic would drink, you know, but still when I went to rehab, oh, let me, don't let me jump ahead. So, I was drinking heavily and still I was taking my pills normal, but, or, you know, what was prescribed, which is still through the roof. And, but I was not drinking uh, nowhere near like I used to, I was drinking much more. So, uh, and I was having different effects from it, blacking out from drinking, which I've never done. Um, doing things that I couldn't remember. And it went from Xanax. It was from the combo probably, but heavily drinking. Um, and videos getting shown of me by my friends and me going, when did you do that? And it would be last night. I go, what? So just crazy stuff was happening. And I thought I was hiding it and I wasn't hiding anything. It was very obvious to my family and friends what was going on and to the world, probably with podcasts and my voice and sounding, you know, slipping words in my eyes and, you know, just, you know, just me being stupid um, and think I had, you know, everybody fooled. So you know, enters my niece, um, you know, Jonna Bagwell and, uh, you know, super, beautiful young super, lady, by the way, she loves you dearly and she's in your corner a thousand percent. Oh man. Super, super angel. Love her to death. Love her family. Um, she's got a great husband, Chip, and, you know, she's got three babies now, Rhett, River, and Remy, and uh, just three beautiful children, great husband. They got a great life, and I, I love them so much just to be part of it, and I'm just so thankfully part of it. But so she enters my world and um, and sees Uncle Mark going from the Uncle Mark that had the big house and buff bagel money and, you know, great, you know, all her friends coming over to the big mansion and the theater room. And my life was beautiful. She thought, and I thought too, but it was starting to fade in of course. And then, so she's been in my life for a long time. And finally she sees Uncle Mark where he's, he's hurting and it's himself. And so when Dallas, when she got with Dallas and Steve, you know, they obviously love me too. And, and Steve, Steve is, uh, Steve works with Dallas just to put people, uh, yeah. put kind of uh, identities and who's here. So it's Dallas and his team, Steve working yeah. with Dallas, uh, your, ne your niece, Jenna, working with Dallas and they're speaking together and they're figuring out how are we going to help Mark here essentially. Right. 
absolutely perfect. So with that plan in place, they have this plan without me knowing, and I am going to get on a plane and fly to someone and somewhere that go. And um, so I'm thinking I'm going there, but they wanted to meet with me before I left. So I go down thinking I'm going to meet with them right before I leave. And I go down into a, a, a you know, an, an intervention. And uh, and it was you know, Dallas was there and Steve. And I, of course, you know me, I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get out of this thing. Right. So I go in and go on. What are you guys talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm flying to see Ken this weekend. And Johnny goes, no, you're not. You're flying to see, you know, somebody else we know about. And um, so uh, I was like, no, I'm not. And she goes, Uncle Mark, please. I mean, don't, you know, don't make me, don't embarrass me. I mean, you're, you're, I know you are. I got your Sky Miles number. You're going to, you know, you're going to Texas. And I go, I go. So I said, okay, well, so now what? What are we doing? You know, I was trying to be a little bit, I was kind of mean or mad. Like people get when they're getting, you know, interventioned on. And then Dallas comes behind me and Dallas is there. I'm like, Oh my God. So, so I'm sitting like, here we go, but not mad. I'm just like, I don't know what to do yet. I don't know what they're proposing or what's coming at me. So they get to it pretty quick and they say, look, we, you know, we want you to, you know, go to, we want you to rehab. And it wasn't nicely presented at all. It was presented, but, the outcome was if you, if I didn't go, let's just say the outcome was really bad, but I still had some answers that they had to answer, but they answered them all really good. And that was like, well, what about these, these dates I've got booked and what about, you know, all these signings I got in podcasts and interviews and I got a lot of stuff lined up and they had already gone through everybody I had and got it rescheduled or Dallas did the podcast for me or the interviews. So they had every single thing answered that I was going to come out of my pockets with. So they were ready for me. And so, but the, the original deal was 90 days. And I said, guys, I, I, I'm not doing 90. I'm just not. And they, and they go, Oh yeah, you are. And I go, well, you know, so we argued about that a little bit, but not much arguing. It was just, come on, man. Like, I, I got to go 90. I'll go 30, you know? And they're like, no, no, you got to do the full 90. And it's like unbelievable percentage amount of people that actually stay sober on going the full 90 days and not just going 30. It's actually amazing. I, and I, I don't really know the numbers because nobody would believe me saying them anyway. But if you check, the percentage goes up drastically on success if the, if the person goes 90 days. So I didn't learn that at first. So I'm thinking, so I get, I get, I go to Black Bear. I say yes um, to going. They take my phone from me right there. Without your phone, you've got no numbers. You've got no way to call anybody. My phone is gone instantly. And so I can attest to that. That phone was off. You, there was no messages going through, nothing. I mean, it was brutal. And I begged them to, you know, to answer. So, and they did pretty good at first. But I finally got to my phone and like got back in touch with you and, you know, you know me, man, I'm going to kick out and get get back in touch with everybody. So, I mean, everybody I need to. But I did see their point. There was a lot of a lot of baggage there that I didn't have to carry over to my new phone number that you have. And like on this kind of thing, I would throw my number out on this kind of thing, because if the world's got my number, I can get I can get booked more. But it ain't about that, man. I, there's something about it that. You got to make it 
you know, interesting, you know, to, to be able to get in touch with me. And so only friends and my, you know, my true, true family and my true friends are the only ones that have this number. And that's the way I'm going to keep it. And um, that's the way it should be. It's not that I don't love all my fans. And it's not that I don't love people. It's just, you know, it's just better this way. It's just much better the way I've got it. And I, and I understand. We talked about this many times before, as far as on, on our various episodes, that the whole world had the number at some point. Like you were you were so engaging with people that in right. a way, in order to start on a fresh page, we got to start on a fresh page. So we got to right. start with a clean number. I got two questions yeah. that come up, Mark, right away, not to interrupt your story here. But number Please. one, how many days are we at as far as uh, sobriety goes? Okay, there's a, little, there's a little story that goes with that. Please. Um, there's always a story I, that goes with a story. I understand. That's, you know me. I got a story for it. It's always a good one. The um, and my and I like how Tangu is what we call it. It's a, it's a company called Tangu. It's my aftercare. We call it it's aftercare, but it's it's basically rehab. But you're like an IOP, intensive outpatient. Some um, I can't remember what it's called. It's called IOP, uh, but it basically means you're you know you're in rehab still. And you do P tests and group meetings, you know, five days a week and stuff, three hours a day and all that stuff. So I've been in, I've been, so to answer your question, I am at day, my sobriety date is the, is the story. People count their days. I've been on AA meetings and at AA meetings several times and people literally go 2,433 days today. And no offense, this is just my, everybody's sobriety is about their sobriety. It's about their recovery. But my opinion is that's bullshit. Nobody can keep up with 2,473 days, 10 hours and 27 minutes. Nobody wants to do that. And if you are, I think personally that that's tempting you to count when you're going to screw up. So it's, it's like carrying know, just, a weight. It's like just, carrying a giant weight all the time with you. It is. So let me tell you how easy it is. They call it, when is your sober date? My sober date or sobriety date is August 27th. So do the math for me. If you got a calendar in front of you, it's 70 something. What is it? Do you have a calendar? Uh, let's take a look. See here. So you said when it was? I, 7, 20, August, August, August 27th? Yes. Okay. So we got uh, 30 days, 61, 65. We, we are, you're at 70, you're at 76, buddy. 76 days, baby. Yo. Yeah. So, but my, just so you know, I explained such a deep story. It's a big argument in rehab. People don't like me saying what I just said, but on the board, they do, some teachers do put, sober date and mm -hmm. some put days clean so it's it's not an argument to me I, I i just say look i don't like counting that's my opinion this is my sober it's about me i, I I'm, I'm selfish about me so that's what they teach you at rehab is it's time to worry about you i've been a people pleaser for 34 years and there's not that ain't a horrible thing to be by no means but if you start people pleasing over pleasing yourself, then it starts to become a problem. And that's what I was doing. 
I would people please to the point of I was not getting myself done. You know, I wasn't taking care of Mark. And so that's what happens, you know. So my, my sobriety date is 27th, and this is August 27th, and 76 days clean, bro. Do you know the definition of clean? I mean, we're talking not a half a Xanax, not a sip of beer, not, not I mean, nothing, bro. I pure. mean, I am pure. pure. 76 days, and I feel phenomenal. I act phenomenal. I drive my car differently. I talk to people differently. I dress and sound different. I think different thoughts. I I enjoy life so much. Just going to the grocery store or something is like, man, this is really so different. I haven't been clean like this, Jonathan. The best way to say it, honestly, is since I can remember. I mean, I, I really can. I mean, I guess... 15 16 but I, I don't know i really don't man to be totally sober and if it was for, it may have been i don't get me wrong it may have been five days or 10 days but never more than 30 days i can ever remember being sober now i got a second part then for you because i want to be able to explain to the fans out there to understand the journey and coming there and the life of a professional wrestler and, you know, you mentioned about the car accident before, but talking to me about just the wrestling side of things and the toll that goes on the body and the bumps and the grinds. Like there's some days, Mark, some weeks, some months, some years. You're out there 300 plus days a year taking those bumps for so many years. And when you combine those bumps and for anybody who's had any kind of catastrophic injury that's had surgery, you know, you broke your neck. That's a really serious thing. And anybody who's gone through a car accident, you know, I talked to you off air that I had one pretty recently. Somebody T-boned into me. It's as, yes. much, it's as much about the physical part as the mental part. Because when you get into an accident, I know when, when I've had a sports injury or I've had a car accident, it's as much about the physical pain as replaying it in my mind and becomes a mental game. You know, and even when your body starts to heal, the mind doesn't heal as well. And unfortunately, we go to other things to try to heal our mind. Uh, can you relate to this? Absolutely. And, 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 bro, I mean, I can't tell you how much of that was in was in rehab. So back to rehab. I enter on um, August 26th. It was a Friday. The 27th was a Saturday. And so that was my, that's why my sobriety dates the 27th because I did use the day I went to rehab because I, I probably took a Xanax or something that morning before going to inter the intervention. I didn't know was coming. So, and I know I drank beer that morning, I'm sure. So, um, but anyway, so, so I'm at Black, it's called Black Bear Recovery. I went to there and it's in North Georgia mountains place, log cabins that you had room in, four guys to a cabin, um, no TVs no radios, no phones. There was one TV on the entire, the entire place. No internet. But for the first, there's one TV on the entire grounds. And it was at, it was at our ballroom and we could watch, we could watch one movie a week. There was a movie night. So I watched four movies in a month. Um, and I bet you, I didn't watch the two of those because I was just doing something. And I was getting, I went to get better. This place, you can graduate. You go to levels. And there's four levels you go to. 
Well, well, you know me, when I dove into it, I got to level five. They don't even have a level five. They had to mark out the four and put a five in a Sharpie. And you can only get a couple of days of five because then you graduate because nobody goes past 30 because insurance don't pay. And that's all Black Bear does is 30. So I did every class I get through. Uh, I've never finished anything in my life like school was. I mean, I finished, but just because I just wiggled my way through it, you know, this I finished with, if it was a way to get honors, I had honors at Black Bear Recovery. But I learned, and the reason I learned is because I couldn't poke holes through it. I couldn't poke any holes through it, man. I couldn't find nothing wrong with it. Is it now? I could not find anything wrong with it. Can you still see me? I can see you. Yeah, it's, it's sorry. It's, there we go. Uh, uh, my phone's ringing. Sorry. So anyway, so yeah. Uh, so I couldn't poke any holes in it at all, man. So I graduated. Um, uh, on uh, see August, September, October, on October 26th, I graduated and you got to give a speech and everything. It's called, um, it's called, um, transformations. We tr you do transformation. It's, it's, so you give a speech. I'd give anything to have that speech recorded to the point I talked to the staff and they all of course loved my speech and standing ovation and all that stuff, but there's no proof of it. I want to see it, you know? So when I left there, they started doing that again. They were doing it for a while and they quit doing it. I go, I can't believe you guys don't have those. Cause I saw, I saw three transformations while I was there. I was in the fourth one, but I saw three and they were phenomenal. I mean, how they don't sh record those and show them to the guys that just people that just got there and show them what people turned out and what they say that you're going to see in three weeks. It's a whole different person. You see, they saw a completely different human when I was up there four weeks later. And, you know, for a person that didn't want nothing to do with this place and um, I don't have a problem. And, you know, I wasn't that bad, but people do come in that bad. I went in, you know, iffy like that. But then when I saw that there was no way for me to wiggle through it, man, I took it on. I learned, I learned words I never even knew before, like pause, P-A-W-S. That means that's post-acute withdrawal symptoms or maybe syndrome, but it's, it's been the same thing. Symptom and syndrome is the same. So that means like right now, let's say I started sweating and feeling like I had what was a withdrawal. Those can happen up to 18 months after you get clean. Wow. Yeah. And I'm only two months and some change clean, right. you know? So for eight, seven, 17 more months, roughly 16 more, I, I could have that feeling still. Now the catch behind that is if I would have learned that <laughs> one of my other rehabs, I've gone to five. Now this black bear was my fifth rehab and, five, and, um, and none of them, all of them, I could poke holes in. So, you know, I just thought I could get clean 30 days, come home. That ain't what it's about, bro. And I learned this time not to by pause, by PAWS, post-acute withdrawal syndrome, things like that. Things like mindfulness, things like boundaries, things like, you know, sobriety, recovery. Those words that I can use in, in sentence form now that I never could before, you know, 
you know, um, um, you know, great. These are beautiful terms and it's beautiful lifestyle images that you're putting in for yourself. One of my favorite words is process, boundaries, balance, uh, mindful. It's just gratefulness. Just the words, I, I mean, recovery, sobriety. I get chill bumps talking about it. It just, it's just, it, I learned. And I never really used my brain like that through school. I just, like I said, I played ball. My parents were rich and I was going to work for them, you know? So I get out of there. Everything's great. I graduate, you know, Black Bear with honors and go on to, you know, I, about halfway through Black Bear, I called John up and I said, listen, I go, I'm not trying to get out of the 90 days. I want you to know that. I said, but this I want is your brother. This is John up. Oh, John. Okay. Your, your niece. I, yes. I call her and I go, you know, I'm not trying to get out of this or anything. So I don't want Steve, which is, you know, the main, we call him Yoda. Steve is Yoda. Cause he's the brains behind everything. He's the guy behind the curtain, you know, he's in the DVP he, team. Yes. Yes. He is the man, man. He is yes. it. So, so Steve is kind of the, you know, got his hands on me, you know, fully. And he, um, him and John are together. They love each other and they really accepted John and, you know, arms wide open. And um, so um, I tell her, I said, listen, you know, they're, Black Bear is done with you after 30 days. And I know you guys were talking about 90. Well, Black Bear sets you up with your aftercare. And of course, we find a place that is literally one of the main top places everybody goes is this place called Tangu, T-A-N-G-U. And it's in, um, it's right on Windy Hill Road, right in the middle of Marietta, where I was born and raised. So, and it's a mile, it's two miles from the crib, uh, the accountability crib. Amazing. So, it's absolutely perfect. Um, so, I literally go from Black Bear for 30 days. On day 31, I was at Tangu. Day 31, bro. So I have been in rehab for 76 consecutive days. And keep in mind, on day 31, I was on camera 18-7. I mean, 18 hours a day, seven days a week, because the camera's on me in that accountability crib. Yes. So I'm accountable. I've been accountable for 76 days, bro. Now, if everybody else that finished the 30 days, they're not accountable if they're at their apartment and sober living. They're not accountable if they're living off campus, you know, but, but they're, but they're, of course they got a P test and all that, but you know, they're not being accountable. I've been held accountable, bro, all the time. And I love it. I don't care. I, I'm with it. I love it. 